You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Record Rambling Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook. I don't really know her like that. Good to hear look, everybody. And my AKA for today is uh, Karen Carcracker. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, hey, everybody. It's Candace. Uh, you can find me on all social medias, not so newly web PC. My AKA today is a civil lawsuit <laughs> because that's what's coming your way. Um, before we get into our shows, which we have four shows because Salt Lake City is back, as messy as ever, out the gate. Bravo No Day is messy for how they edited that first few minutes of the show, but we're we'll get there. Um if you've seen Karen Civil's day is finally uh coming again. Even though, let me say, because I even brought it up on Twitter, we've been knew what type of bitch that bitch was. Okay, when she kicked over that homeless man cup because he wanted $50 instead of the 20 she put in there, she kicked it over, took a picture, and posted it gleefully to social media. And when she got backlash, she tried to take it down and rebrand herself as having done some soul searching. But the bitch is a scammer and always have been. And this is something that we have said over and over again about all these scammers who have been getting exposed. Scammers play a game. And that game is they treat the most valuable people in their circle like fucking gold. And then the people they deem throwaways is who they mistreat and scam out of their money. It's a classic formula. Every scammer does it from Darius Cooks to Charles Wade to Operation Helper Hush to... I said it. Um, (laughs) Now this Karen Civil stuff. uh, It all, the formula is always the exact same. It's always the exact same. Treat some of the people good. The people that can elevate your career, your platform, your agenda, treat them amazing and treat and then scam the throwaways to get to the top. Take their money and use it to get to the top. She has been accused by Cameron of stealing money from him. When he exposed her, he was called anti-black and just trying to hold the black woman back. And uh, again, a lot of black men are anti-black. Let's not get it confused or twisted. This just that just wasn't an instance of that. Uh, remember when Karen Civil um, fired the young lady for giving a valid criticism? of that one rapper's uh latest last album saying that the content hadn't matured and at this point in her career she should be talking about some different things on her album i remember that yeah 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 uh we got that joiner lucas came forward and said that when he was first trying to break into the industry he paid karen civil sixty thousand dollars for a rollout package and promotion package marketing package um after she got the money, she basically blocked him and went and ghost. And he saw pictures of her on social media on vacation. Uh, I'm not even going to lie. I mean, since we're here, since we're here, we might as well. I, like, 
Like, I know she's a real person, right? A real fucked up woman. But I know she's a real know person. What the fuck she actually does? I, bro, I don't know what she does, and I don't know where she came she from. She does. I don't know what she does or where she came from. I know the last time she was attached to somebody real famous, it was Nipsey Hussle prior to his passing. But again, I don't even believe prior to his passing, Nipsey even really knew of her uh, reputation or where it was heading, you know, working with her. Because the industry is big. So sometimes it takes a while for these kind of things to bubble up to the surface. Let's be honest. Shit can happen behind closed doors in the background for years and people never hear about it. Because how many, how long did it take for us to really hear from industry insiders how nasty that one rapper lady was and how poorly she treats people? It was, mm. it took some time because for which, a while that rapper lady was a, a hip hop sweetheart. Which two things, sidebar, I love how we call her that rapper lady, but I also. Don't, I, I don't want no smoke with her, with her, you knows. Well, I, I almost said something real classist and I'm not going to do that. Um, But, but the, speaking of which, like it is a damn shame. It is calculated because that lady, she don't. Oh, we gonna get dumb. to her. We gonna oh, okay. get to no, her because no. we continue. in the ratchet mess of the week. We gonna get to her. Uh, what else did Karen Civil do? The the so she, how all of this started was I guess she and Jesse U, aka Jesse Wu, because she's another one where the trash was basically taking itself out. Hello. Um, were have been engaged in some legal battles, but I will say that Karen is very low down because she booked Jesse Wu from a very fake company to perform to obtain her personal information like address phone number financials bank accounts and so on and so forth in order to have her served with a lawsuit for slander and libel The those are the depths that you are going. That's those are those are the things you are using your status, power, and access for. Because you and this girl had a public falling out. And instead of you taking your L and moving on, because let's be honest, yes, Jesse Wu is known a little bit here and there, but Karen Civil has the, the, the bigger, the bigger uh checkbook, she has the bigger key to have more access so instead of just taking that l and moving on from that situation you did some completely totally weird outlandish shit and the judge and the, the judge sided with jesse Wu, and they threw out karen civil's lawsuit and now jesse Wu is about to sue karen civil for court cost mm. and again i do not know what this lady does other than to be terrible and the biggest thing, um, they had this whole clubhouse that was that broke records for the amount of people in attendance in this room called Karen Civil is a fraud. Because niggas love miss. Niggas love miss is me, I'm niggas. Um, I was in that <laughs> room listening. But one of the people that worked directly with Nipsey said that Karen Civil was a fraud and she was taking credit for things surrounding Nipsey's career. And, you know, Nipsey's uh, because before Nipsey was un sadly killed, even though he had some shit with him, too. But another story, another day, um, he had really made a big push in the industry. He had been Grammy nominated. His album was critically acclaimed. 
you know, he was known for, he had started a family with Lauren London. He was really starting to get his shine. And Karen Civil was taking credit for that. And Nipsey's team was like, you dead wrong for doing that. Mm. Um, and lastly, the most outlandish shit she did that she admitted to in Clubhouse, it's recorded. The recording is floating all around social media. She admitted that she hired a hacker to hack Jason Lee's Hollywood Unlocked website, knock it offline, and delete an article that was less than favorable about the rapper lady that she works very closely with. Wow. See, I didn't know that because I wasn't. And you know what she said? If you're going to act like Olivia, like I'm Olivia Pope, then I am Olivia Pope and I don't mind getting my hands dirty. And you know, that's a perfect segue, honestly. Go ahead. Jason Lee said he is suing that that bitch to the fullest extent of the law with the words that came out of her mouth, admitting that she had his website hacked and taken down. And she admitted to having people who spoke out against her or her clients' Instagram pages taken down. Which, that is an actual, actual perfect segue to that rapper lady. Um, That bitch dumb. She dumb. And just with the Karen Silver stuff, that in itself proved that she is harmful. I mean, we, I mean, we have a litany of evidence to prove that that rapper lady is harmful. But that right there, you talking about using that against Karen herself, nigga, <laughs> nigga. They can play that in the tape with that rapper lady. But I want to say it's been um mad weird to see like y'all hashtag y'all uh trying to wish that motherfucker well. Like she was like like she wasn't harmful before this man was in her life. Like just like with that Karen Silver stuff, like that motherfucker is and always has been harmful. That is who she has been since she's been like since we knew who she was. Like talking about her legacy is ruined. Her legacy was ruined all before this man came in her life. This is just icing on the on the on the terrible cake. That motherfucker has been trash. Not only just trash, yeah, but terrible. Say, awful. That, that woman spends a lot of time in proximity to abusers. Let's be very honest about that. We could talk about her uh, championing uh, Takashi Six Nine, even and only for him to turn around and be a, a complete snitch. She championed him. We can talk about the situation with her own brother, where she not only paid for all his legal fees for that for um, his uh, case where he raped a child and was subsequently found guilty and is in jail. She also paid for the legal fees to file an appeal. She also wrote a glowing letter on his behalf in which she uh, accused the mother and a little girl of trying to extort them for money. Mind you, trigger warning here, fast forward this if you don't wanna hear this little tidbit, the nail in the coffin to that case was they found his semen in that little girl's panties. Yes, they did. So she is always in proximity to abusers. She is always very nasty to other women. And I'm not going to even include the Cardi B stuff because that's another instance of the trash taking itself out. Um, Cardi B has some very, very, very nasty politics that she is trying to clean up over the years. We won't get into them, but we can go back to how nasty she was to little Kim. 
we can go back to how nasty things got with her and Remy Ma. We can go back to even though that too is trash taken out of her sticking her uh her her stands on multiple uh journalists or people who you know content creators who have written articles and things about her and about her music when they were less than favorable. She has doxed them. I care. Yeah, she has doxed them. Uh, but it it takes the cake that the health minister of Trinidad and Tobago had to do a whole news conference to say this woman is lying. This is not true. There's no factual evidence. There's no nothing to support this claim. It is a lie. And she should be ashamed of herself because with the platform she has, she should be encouraging people to get vaccinated. And yet she is creating false claims and other celebrities are feeding into it. Let me tell, let me ask y'all something. No, let me tell y'all something. What research are you going to do that is far better than the research that doctors and scientists have done on this vaccine? What are you, most of you, especially you celebrities, what are you motherfuckers who barely got out of high school? What research will y'all do that is better than what these medical and health professionals have done. A lot of you motherfuckers can barely read in the industry, which is why y'all always getting scammed out some motherfucking money. It's a lot of R. Kelly's and Floyd Mayweather's in the industry. All right. (laughs) My baby can read ass niggas, put your finger under the word to read the fucking book. What research will y'all do that is even remotely comparable to that of the CDC, the World Health Organization, and so many others. Nah, shit. Y'all gonna get on Facebook and use memes as research. Listen, this ain't got nothing to do with... Like, this is is all all the distraction, and it always has been. And she has... Let's go blow that shit up. And she she has... Uh, that lady has a history of all of acting out and creating distractions when her behavior, her pattern of behavior is when it's time to face the music. Them papers about her husband uh, refusing, not even just missing, refusing to be registered as the sex offender that, as that he is. Them papers is was them. I, I think I saw today them papers will serve. On no, the no, day of no, the those Met- are different. So he oh. has pled guilty to not registering as a sex offender. He and his wife have both been served for harassing the victim. Yes, yes, that, yes, thank you, friend. This has all been a distraction. And the thing is, friend, I don't strive to be famous. I don't ever want to be that famous. But if you happen to become that famous, you happen to amass that amount of wealth you happen to amass that type of critical acclaim and you become a global icon. Because let's be honest, this woman is considered a global icon. She has crossed barriers and boundaries between rap and pop and fashion and and all kind of endorsement deals. And she had a clothing line in Kmart at some time. She had her own perfume and so on and so forth. To reduce all of that down to every time you're in the headlines, it says 
a rapist husband of Nicki Minaj. Men are not that fucking important to look to to just dim your fucking shine that way. But you were already dim because as we said before, this is just another blip on the radar of the of your ugliness. Yeah. This is not the like, exception for you. This is the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that's what I'm saying. Like trying to make it all about I can't believe she ruined this for a man. She was she was doing this way before he came into the picture. It's just people just didn't care. Yeah. And we get and we have to be honest and real about that. She was this harmful. She has always been this harmful. People just didn't care. They just didn't care. And now people are retroactively and re- reactionarily caring. But motherfuckers been telling you this about this woman this whole time. You just didn't care before. And tried to wrap it up in some like fake, fake, like pseudo fake progressive politics. Like, oh, well, she, I mean, I know she trash, but she a woman and men do that. No, we ain't talking about men right now. We're talking about this woman being harmful, actively and consistently harmful. And people didn't care. And the fact that motherfuckers, and, and again, she's calculated. The fact that people, not us, obviously, but the fact that she has so many news outlets, so many people, uh, the fucking politicians, both on both sides of the spectrum, talking about this vaccine shit. That, I, and I think you tweeted this before, Candace. You know good and goddamn well Nikki vaccinated. You know she is. Oh yeah, I put Again, that in this is, group chat. That woman is vaccinated. This she's this has just been a distraction because the because fact that even all if these... she hasn't been out and about, she's had people around her, like her glam team, who yeah. definitely have been around other people, have been at yeah. industry events, are making money besides working with Nikki, her hairstylist, yeah. her nail tech, her 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 stylist, her fucking makeup artist, her the person who brings her jewelry, the motherfucker yeah. that deliver her groceries. That motherfucker vaccinated. Dog. That bitch vaccinated. She vaccinated. She ain't no damn anti-vaxxer. She just knows. She's calculated. She knows that this is a hot button issue. um, And she knows that this... Because, again, the fact that all these news outlets, celebrities, fans, all this, that, and the third are speaking about this, but ain't said a goddamn thing about the very current and important news about her and her um, harm with and outside of her husband. Come on, man. Come on. I was born that night, but not last night. Exactly. Um, yeah, that wraps up our ratchet mess of the week. We're going to hop into our shows. We'll be covering Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. We'll be covering Love and Marriage Huntsville, Real Housewives of Potomac, and Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And honestly, none of the shows really disappointed me. And and Black Ink Crew Chicago is coming back October 4th. But yeah, by that right. point, I do believe Love and Hip Hop will be done. Yeah. So, Either it'll be done or will be done. <laughs> something. Well, we haven't even gotten to the messiest part when Mama D tried to fight Bambi while she pregnant. But You know what? That's on brand for Mama D, honestly. Well, since we're already here, we'll, we'll just hop right into it. I want to say that um, I don't have any real commentary for this other than the fact that the relationship that Rennie Rucci or Rena Rucci, whatever her name is, the relationship she has with her mother is very on brand for a lot of the relationships that Black daughters and Black mamas have. And it's that thing of passing down generational trauma. And at some point, you've got to step up to the plate and say the buck stops here. You really do. You cannot continue to let it fester. You cannot continue to let it go on. 
you cannot use it as a big joker every time you mad at your mama or the mama mad at the daughter. At some point, y'all have got to commit to getting the help that you rightfully deserve to break those generational traumas. That's all there is to it. No amount of talking and crying and screaming at events and restaurants is going to fix that. A professional has to step in and help you guys correct those issues because you didn't get them overnight. You won't fix them overnight. Best of luck to y'all. That's the only real family issue aside from Safari and Erica, because we've been seeing Safari and Erica go at it in real time prior to the show airing. But a lot of the rest of this shit seems mighty fabricated, as we have said continuously. Mm -hmm. That's why. Oh my God! While we here, Lord, thank you for blessing my mind and my spirit to bring this up. Carly, Moden, Moden went to jail, baby. (laughs) For se- 17 years for 17 years for fraud but the the what the reason i'm bringing that up is you need not ever try to get in your daughter's romantic business again because look at who you choose look at who you married another yeah, jailbird much like jazz father that you say left y'all high and dry and he <laughs> ended up in jail Lee, get out that girl's business take a note take a note out her book Cause you're not finna sit here and flare my face and, and and think me and get me to believe that Carly didn't know that nigga was was scamming while they yeah, were together. Absolutely knew, and she was she was living high off the hog until she couldn't no more. Mm. High off the cannabis. High off the high off the wire fraud. <laughs> high off the PPP loan fraud. <laughs> and use the money to start a business and buy jewelry. <laughs> A nigga name fool. <laughs> um, <speaking laughs> young baby Tate, you rubbed me the wrong way. Here's the thing: we saw you on our TV screens begging Guap Dad three thousand or three hundred or one of them numbers with a three in it. We saw you on our TV screens begging this man to give you another chance after you showed your ass and was really mean, nasty, and exhibiting abusive behaviors to him. Yet you turn around on this previous episode and talk about how his mattress is on the floor, but you was getting your back blued out on the on the floor mattress. Mm. You got smutted out on the mattress with no box spring, mm. with no bed frame. He was in that box. That's what he was doing. He was in that box that wasn't sitting on the box. <laughs> he put the stick in the box. <laughs> he was boxing with your demons with no box spring. <laughs> he was boxing with that pussy. That's what he was doing. So I just think it's really weird and very typical weirdo behavior that now you got all these bad things to say about his living conditions um, because he didn't want to play the game of toxic with you. Yeah. You wouldn't talk you wouldn't talk bad about that nigga when you was sucking his dick. Don't talk bad about him now. Exactly. Go find you something to do great value, Remy Ma. Um <laughs> Steamy Ma. Safari, not Safari. Uh, Scrappy will b- battle the S's. Stupid Scrappy and Stupid Safari. The the U the USSS. You motherfuckers are stupid. the s in y'all name stands for stupid um your mama not lying okay at this point in the season we've seen bambi talk about wanting to divorce you multiple times now once to your face and about three times about twice behind your back 
that woman don't want to be with you. You lazy, you unmotivated, you eat chicken in bed. I was just about to bring that up. <laughs> I was and, you, say. and you won't stop talking like that outside the cameras. I, was I can't imagine say. trying to suck no nigga dick and he talking about you trying to sis naive, my D naive. Like, leave I, us alone. I, I was just about to say, like, Bambi a bozo, but I, but I can't fault her for wanting to, wanting to divorce a nigga who eat chicken wings in the bed. <laughs> just got lemon pepper, lemon pepper sauce all over the guy. Lemon pepper season all over the goddamn mattress. <laughs> exactly. It was, it was, she, she wants to divorce you. Your mama being your mama, she always trying to give you a head up instead of minding her business. And this time you fighting her tooth and nail because you in denial. But you that know happened. for a fact that woman don't want to be with you for real. She treats you like you don't even supposed to fucking be in the house with her. Speaking of mama D not having no business, whatever happened to Ernest? Uh, <laughs> she said they must be divorced. They gotta be. separated. Some because we ain't seen Ernest in 84 years. Because he got back on crack, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, he got back on them drugs and we ain't seen them since. Mama, did you left him for dead? And did. <laughs> and should again. <laughs> Mama D could be a handful, but it is really not her job to get no old ass crackhead sober. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially when she be boxing with her own demons with that liquor. Uh, she boxing with that. With and that she tooth. look like she been sober on these episodes. I yeah, can't recall has. if she been drinking. Yeah, she do look sober. She look a lot better than she used to. Speaking of sobering, I bet you Erica Mena never guessed in a million years a nigga would play in her face the way Safari is. Mm. If you would have told that bitch that rich dollars would cheat her better than Safari Samuel, she probably would have called you a bold-faced liar. <laughs> Yet here we are. Truth is stranger than fiction sometimes. But you know what's really sad to me? What and this is why Safari Samuels deserves to be castrated. Like he should never be able to make another baby in his motherfucking life. This man went to Bob, went to Bambi and Scrappy's house, looked at his daughter for 15 minutes and left. Did not take his daughter with him. Erica said that her best friend, aka Sapphire's godmom, had to go pick Sapphire up. When I tell you I don't care about y'all personal romantic relationship, but you are a piss poor father. And to see you sitting in that fucking lawyer's office talking about somebody keeping your kids away from you. Erica ain't got to keep her, keep them motherfucking kids away from you. You do it willingly. I'm going to say you, you, your own, your kids own worst enemy. You keep you away from them fucking kids. Like you literally say fuck them kids. How you find out your wife in the hospital and your kid is staying with a friend and you don't immediately say, hey, I'm coming to, I'm coming to pick my baby up. You a loser. Yeah, and that's just big, that on that. He a, a big-ass kid. Like, you are really pathetic. And you are, like, 40. Yeah. He a big-ass kid that never grew up, never grew any, type, any sense of responsibility or 
or or anything, a little responsibility for himself, let alone being a parent. Mm-hmm. Which is why he should have never had kids, which is why he should have never got with Erica's stupid ass. But we call that from jump, like two bozos getting together for a check. And it just so happened that now that, you know, something tangible and something that, you know, happened, you know, as far as kids are involved, now we're seeing the worst of Safari like he always been. A big-ass, immature-ass kid that don't think about nothing but himself. And that that was not going to change even with a baby involved. No, two two babies, several children. Exactly. It fucking exactly. That's all I got for love and hip hop. Now we can really get into the shit. Uh, let's. We're gonna start out in Potomac. Cause I didn't have a whole lot, lot, lot for Potomac, but I had something for Potomac. First things first. Why do y'all keep acting like uh, Chris Candace's husband don't work? This how I know that y'all are fucking ridiculous. Wait, who said who be saying he don't work? Uh, they was trying to make it seem on the show like all he do is be her manager and he don't do nothing else. Remember, the the show, owns a restaurant. And remember, in this last episode, he had, when she came in the house, he had to tell her like, "I have a job, and yeah. the things that I have going matter as well." Like, I mean, no shade, but ain't he the only? I mean, other outside of this show. Ain't he the only one with a like stream of income? I'm gonna be honest. A l- most of the men have very, very valuable streams of income. Remember, Juan is a college coach. Yeah. Eddie is a lawyer. Yes. Michael Darber- Darby is a, a a real estate mogul. That's where he made all that his millions from. Same yeah. thing with Ray Huger. Yeah. All and- of the men on the show. Um, and I think I'm gonna get to me because I'm really tired. Mm-mm. Um, they <laughs> you the, the men on this up. show are gainfully employed. Yeah. To be honest, the only one in tax trouble is Jamal Bryant. Mm. Mm. Well, you said men and husbands on the show. We know, you know, never mind. I, I mean, you know what I'm saying, but mm. if we was gonna bring it up, he the only one with tax troubles now. Yeah. Um. We can go right to that little kumbaya shit that Candace had with that goddamn wig on her fucking head. Um, <laughs> Looking a hot ass mess. I'm still very, very irritated that Giselle and Robin really refused to see where Wendy was coming from. You did not go to Wendy first. You repeated something you claim was a bold-faced lie so much that you gave it life. None of the other girls knew about the Wendy Eddie shit till you was bringing it to them. Robin didn't know. Ashley didn't know. Candace didn't know. Nobody knew about these rumors until you kept repeating them to the girls and you don't see why Wendy is pissed to the high fucking heavens at you. Rumors that you allege that you don't believe, but yet you kept bringing it up. If I believe something to be a lie, it's not worth the conversation. Because I can just talk about the truth. And then, as always, I cannot stand fucking Giselle talking about Wendy owe her an apology because all the blowing up was for nothing. No, it was not. 
It, ain't it always ain't it funny how it's always nothing when it comes to Giselle being a piece of shit and 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 tearing other folks down? But the moment that you clap back at her, is it she you need all the fuck she need all the fucking apologies in the world? Giselle girl, go to hell. Or the damn wine and performing and shit. Please, please leave at your me. big ass damn age. Um, Again, I was I, really go ahead. I was annoyed at this Karen Giselle uh, truce. I feel like Karen should have continued to keep her foot on Giselle's neck because those motherfucking kids did not care about what Karen said because they knew the shit to be true. Hell, they, my thing about that is they say the same shit to Giselle that Karen say. They just say it in a more polite way, obviously, because they are children. But girl, your children can't stand your ass and your daddy either. So what the fuck is we talking about? And not only that, Giselle, you sat in her motherfucking face and told a bold-faced, big fucking lie talking about you knew about the Jamal stuff before Bindergate happened. No, you did not. No, the fuck you did not. Lying. Because if in any fucking capacity you knew about that shit, you would not have let Monique one-up one you on that fucking reunion. Girl, you you when and the S was that the number you said yes. You ain't gotta let the stand on anymore about that shit. And furthermore, I who said this? I think it was Jock. Shout out to Jock, um, Virgo 24. Jock made a good point. I saw her tweet this. Since we, you know, circling it back to the kids and shit. Since they want to bring up how my daughters were so offended and that could affect them. You weren't thinking about that when you brought up the Monique shit. Or the, the alleged rumors about Chris, you weren't thinking about their kids. So all of a sudden, no. people got to think about your kids. Every time you wish death on Karen and Ray, you don't think about their kids. Just performing and carrying on. But back to your point, which you were talking about too, friend. Um, listen, we, Giselle, you can't fool. Giselle, we got eyes. We watched that reunion. You was looking shook. Okay, Good you daddy. Was, uh, <laughs> you ain't shit. Um, you was looking shook. You was looking paler than goddamn Ashley when Bindergate happened. So don't sit up here a lot about goddamn face talking about oh you already knew. No the hell you didn't. You just trying to say face and failing miserably with your trifling ass. But ain't what what I always say, uh, friend. What I always say, Cams. I don't have a problem with Giselle being a villain. What I got a problem with is Giselle trying to be a, a, a villain bitch and a weak bitch at the same time. It do not work. It has not worked. Stand up in it. Shit. Be like, yeah, I mean, you know, I got blindsided, but I would have respected Giselle more if she, if she would have been like, I mean, yeah, I mean, Monique blindsided, but look where I'm at right now. Look where Monique at, not on this show. And I would have been like, you know what? Fail. But yeah, all this goddamn yeah. crying and belly aching and shit, girl, you got to go to hell. Especially if you're going to try to be the villain, you got to get tougher skin. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Either get tougher skin or stop fucking with Jamal altogether. Yeah. One or the two. Or both. Preferably both. Karen um, apologized to Giselle's girls if her comments regarding Jamal at that reunion show hurt them. 
And that was really big of her. Cause like she said, she loves kids. She doesn't ever want kids to feel like, you know, she would do them any harm. And I appreciated that. Um, she took the high road and she absolutely did not have to. Which is the other thing that I, I didn't have a problem with Karen apologizing to the kids. What I had a problem with was the performance around Karen apologizing to the kids. Same. That, that was my only issue because first of all, Karen usually always, like, and again, this is our, <laughs> no shade but shade. This is how I know y'all ain't watched Potomac from the first goddamn season or didn't rewatch it. Because Karen, for the most part, has always took the high road. For the most part. Not always. For the most part, she always has. Yet, Giselle is always taking a low role, stabbing her in the goddamn back, even though they're supposed to be friends. And, and, and Giselle's own children have clocked that and told Giselle about herself about that. Because I remember, because I, again, like I said, recently I don't went back and watched like from the beginning and stuff. Karen, uh, Giselle's own children, especially the oldest, is like, was like, why are you being so mean to Miss Karen? I thought y'all was friends. So her kids know that their mama is a bozo. And she too damn old to be acting the fucking way that she is. So why are we performing and acting like Karen is so just, oh, it's terrible. What about the kids? For just reciprocating the energy that Giselle brings. Now, again, I don't have a problem with Karen apologizing to the kids because she love them kids and they love her, which is, again, why her kids be on, be on their mama case about why she treat her friends so goddamn poorly. Yeah. Yep. Them kids know that mama bozo, especially the oldest one. Her, her oldest one, I forget her name, but she listen, she be like, Mama, you too Grace. damn old for this. Shit. Yes, Grace be like, girl, you too damn old for this shit. She said in the most, in the most mother, in the most daughter to motherly way, but like she be like, girl, you too damn old to be acting the way you is. Agreed. Anyway, that was just my two thoughts. Continue for him. Um Mia has been like lashing out at Candace on Twitter and Candace has been paying her dust. I, I got an issue with Mia and I'm going to be very honest about this. If you feel like Candace is one of the nastiest evil people on that show and not Giselle and Robin, I'm, you're a liar. Yeah. I got to call bullshit. And you are you are trying to get in their good graces to secure a spot for next next yeah, season. I gotta call bullshit. This is not to say that Candace isn't vile and terrible, but to say more so than Giselle and Robin, yeah, I gotta call bullshit. And I don't even like Candace, but I gotta call bullshit on that. Yeah, I'm and I'm calling bullshit. Big bullshit. Especially when, like, literally, again, since the first damn season, 90% of the shit that keeps up on this fucking show is Giselle, Robin, and shit, Ashley. Yeah. Like, Ashley just, you know, and you know, Candace, you've been drum beating this drum, you know, for at least the past two seasons now, and I mean, I agree. Like, the rebrand with Ashley? Nigga. Nigga. That motherfucker was hell on wheels <laughs> before she had Absolutely. that damn baby. The North remembers. Yep. You want to talk about like vile, like Ashley was Candace before Candace. Hey, Ashley was still Ashley. 
I mean, Ashley was still Candace after Candace got on the show. It wasn't to them allegations against her husband and that damn baby and then the second baby that she tried to rebrand, but North remembers. So if you calling Candace the most vile, I got to call bullshit. One of? Absolutely. But the most? Uh-uh. Nah, that dog ain't going to hunt. Exactly. Um, I don't want to see Mia back next season. I'm sorry. I feel like she's doing a little too much to kiss up to Giselle and Robin, hoping she'll she'll get a champagne glass. But it's really giving unhinged at this point. It's she. I don't. What she hasn't brought anything like worth a damn. Like I mean, like no shade, but like I don't even notice the difference with her there. Like. She's just very forgettable. And like I said, she does a lot. Yeah. And she's doing a lot to try to stay on the show. And I don't want, I agree with you. I don't want to see her back. Like I, she has given me nothing to be like, okay, bring her back. Or like, I'm, I I don't give a fuck about nothing me I got going on to be perfectly goddamn honest. Yep. Like, yeah. like say what you will. You know, because I've seen comparisons of like, you know, Mills doing what Wendy did, you know, doing last season, doing a lot to bring back. But at least Wendy had stuff going on for her outside of her, you know, doing a lot, do, being extra. Because I mean, she was being a little extra last season, but she had other stuff going on outside of that. Me ain't got a damn thing going on. Agreed. You can get her off my TV screen. Absolutely. Um, let me be honest. So far, this season has kind of been a snooze fest. It's been mid at best. It hasn't given much, especially after the season premiere of Salt Lake City. We got <laughs> Nigga. 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 so you know, yeah, like Potomac hasn't been terrible. Oh, uh, like it, it hasn't been Real Housewives of Atlanta, man. But exactly. it's it hasn't been its best. Which speaking of nigga, <laughs> how the mighty have fallen? <laughs> because nigga, them goddamn <laughs> supposed cast for the new season of Real Housewives, nigga. What Andy? What the fuck is y'all doing? Yeah, that's a nightmare. I'm not I won't be covering it on here. If if it's gonna we don't have any Portia to which Portia you a coward. You went and got with that married man, and now you don't want to be asked questions about the, the dealings of it, the inner workings of it. <laughs> the dealing of the dicks. You don't want to talk about <laughs> Yeah, that's the show title, Dealing of Dicks. You don't want to talk about it. I don't care about Sheree coming back. Sheree, for Sheree to be the bone collector, she's never had too much of a storyline. Her biggest storyline was when her ex-husband and talking about domestic violence. But, like, this is how you know Sheree is boring. When Sheree was on and she was fucking a felon, they couldn't even squeeze no juice out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at best, like, like at best, Sheree, excuse me, like, at best, Sheree provided us jokes to be like, you know, she fingering him. I, well, you know what? Fuck it. I mean, I don't know what they into. Like she giving him, you know, hand jobs doing conjugal visits or whatever the fuck. But other than that, like, did we really care about that? No. Exactly. So it's gonna be a hard pass on Atlanta. 
Like it's turning into bland Lana. It's it's just not. It's not giving. Like nigga, they got one of them goddamn spots on the proposed uh, roster lineup as new girl. Nigga, what? (laughs) Exactly. Nigga, this is real. The fact that all the other housewife franchises, the black ones, the mixed ones, the white ones, the whatever, like. All of them have been given more, greater performances than the OG Housewives of Atlanta is a damn travesty. Yeah, like y'all need to get rid of this show and revamp it totally, especially when we got some shit like what we got from Salt Lake City. Which, welcome back, ladies. Hello. I got some smoke for you, hoes. Though, let me tell <laughs> Let's you what. Go. Speaking of, first, first of all, before you get into it, Bravo, Andy. Y'all some shady bitches. <laughs> y'all some shady bitches. How y'all edited that shit? Y'all shady as hell. Listen. <laughs> Listen. Y'all, y'all edited that shit. Jim was on the goddamn bus and once, one minute, then the next minute, the fucking fans. <laughs> then y'all showing her walking out of court. <laughs> All kind of shit. In these goddamn Jason Lear cast brain. <laughs> Listen. Y'all ain't shit. It was a mess. Oh shit, go ahead, friend. It was a mess. Um Lord, we ain't gonna get into too much of nothing. First of all, Mary, you was talking to yourself way before the fucking pandemic. <laughs> you are you are batshit fucking crazy. Talk about okay? boxing with your demons. And I'm howling at Robert Senior being in Florida when the pandemic started, and he was too scared to fly back home. That so was he probably just stayed in Florida for six months. Why don't you just say you and that man is separated? Mm, I mean, you already separated so much in age. That, you know what? That was and that was from the bedroom. Shit, y'all already have been sleeping in separate rooms. That's right. Um, also, I would never listen to a podcast from Mary Cosby. Right. I even if she didn't even know the name of the shit talking about welcome to Mary's podcast. Girl, what? Also, also, also since we're here, I'm not about to listen. To, I ain't about to listen to nobody talk about the Lord when there is audio video on the Internet. If you talk about your congregation the way that you did when that Absolutely. shit leaked. Absolutely. Talking about you talking about you are born of God. God ain't saying none of the shit you said on that damn on that damn audio. At all. <laughs> Stop lying on the Lord like that, girl. You was born of the devil. That's what the fuck you was born of. Exactly. And we're gonna see later on in the season. <laughs> um, I want to get to the good shit. Because mm-hmm. I so first of all, Jenny is new to the show. And the way I screamed when she said her husband was fine from the neck down, but that nigga, <laughs> nigga. Now, Ken, did you know what had me screaming <laughs> when she said that? Then juxtapose that of the conversation on the timeline about people marrying and settling, nigga. I was fucking hollering. <laughs> I see, you know, sometimes God just puts stuff in front of you and you just got to laugh because when you talk about timing, boy. <laughs> exactly. That shit was funny. Um, how, how do you feel about her? 
just initial, you know, initial thoughts. And so it looked like she gonna be uh on on Jen Shaw's head. So I'm looking forward to it. That, yeah, it seems like she gonna be uh who was it? Was it was it Whitney that said this? It might have been Whitney or maybe uh Whitney or Meredith, but it seemed like she's gonna be a firecracker, which you know what? Yeah. We, you know, we need a little, a little spice on this show. So, yeah. So, uh, initial thoughts is, you know, it seems like she gonna be, you know, you know the, the don't take no shit. You know, specifically don't take none of Jan Shaw shit. Which you know what, I'm here. Like you said, I'm I'm here for. So we'll see. But for right now, I'm, I'm you know, keeping an open mind. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, first things first, I need to talk, Jen, with all that money you were stealing, <laughs> y'all was renting a goddamn house and y'all renting another house and you sitting up here talking about six months ago, Coach Shaw left you and y'all had to work through it and it was because of your behavior, your drinking, your explosive attitude. No, bitch, be honest. It was about that wire fraud shit. <laughs> that man been dealing with your drinking and your explosive temper and all that shit for years now. The straw that broke the camel's back was that you got caught scamming. And y'all probably lost every fucking thing. All y'all assets was frozen in every fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And he realized he couldn't even afford to leave you because the feds froze all y'all shit. It wasn't coach shot no. It wasn't coach shot no more. It was fraud shot. That's what it was. And also, let me be honest. You and that man been married twenty six years. You say, ain't yeah. no fucking way he didn't know what the fuck you was doing. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. Yeah, that remember, remember uh, last season when the shit uh, broke out, like when we saw it in real time, and I was like, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, I'll take that shit back. I don't. Because, like, I ain't no in here he did not know. Nowhere in here. Yeah. Like, you knew. You 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 absolutely knew that woman was doing that. You were just okay with it because y'all didn't get caught. Exactly. Exactly. So, like, whatever, like, Coach Shaw probably sticking around so he won't be expected to to speak out against you on the stand or whatever, but that man knew you was doing all that fraud and wire wire fraud and scheming, yeah, and embezzlement. Yeah, embezzle. Embezzle. Yeah, <laughs> he absolutely knew. He for so, he for sure knew. Yeah, I don't believe nothing differently, and I believe that's what caused a huge break in your marriage. And he's mm. only sticking around until this shit is straightened out. Even sticking around for that or sticking around, you know, for the kids. But either way, nigga, you, you knew what you them was getting kids, into. Them cheering grown. The one boy 27 and the other one's 16 or 17. Oh, yeah, he about to. Them she, cheering to, gone. Yeah, he just yeah, sticking them, around to this shit settle legally and he going to get the fuck out of Dodge. Because even in this first episode, he was looking at Jen like he can't stand the bitch. <laughs> like she ruined his fucking life. No, he, oh, he, hey, he had resentment playing in his head. <laughs> he <was looking> so, yeah, you playing in our fucking face. And speaking of playing in our face, Lisa, I, I don't make a habit of dictating who my friends can be friends with. 
But let me tell you one motherfucking thing. If I went to my friends and showed them credible proof that somebody that they are friends with spends a bulk of their time on social media disrespecting either of my fucking kids and you continue to remain friends with them, I am going to distance myself from you as well. Absolutely. Because there's no way you can sit up and talk that auntie uncle shit. We've been friends for 10 years shit. And you can watch somebody not only disrespect my child, but disrespect them about something as private and personal as their sexuality that should not be nothing. It should not be coming out your mouth at all. Whatever is going on with Brooke's sexuality is his business. Right. And you constantly Especially. talking about he probably ain't never seen no vagina. He probably ain't never this and my vagina that. Again, to me, it only proves that Brooks is absolutely right. Furthermore, let me reiterate. You showed up at Meredith's house to have a sleepover wearing a dress with no panties on and then proceeded to kick your fucking legs up in the air knowing you didn't have no motherfucking drawers on. On that couch. You are fucking nasty and disrespectful. Right. Because even because then we said at the time like Brooks might have been doing a little too much, but at the same time, you, Jen, as a grown ass woman, as someone who is an elder in the situation, you should have fucking known better. You got yeah, you should have, and and even in in the aftermath. You got no fucking business constantly speaking on that young man's sexuality. You got no business retweeting disparaging remarks about his sexuality. You got no business liking, reading, or responding to tweets of people saying you should have slapped the shit out of him. All of that is flagrant boundary crossing. And I don't... I. Meredith has given you a grace that you don't deserve because you know if it was some real niggas on that show, you would have got your ass beat. Hello? I don't care if my kid is 13 or 33. Don't fucking speak on my kids, bitch. Hello. And like, Lisa, I don't understand. Well, I do because you're a terrible motherfucker. But I do not understand potentially because you want to talk about grace. Meredith is giving Lisa a lot of grace that she don't deserve. Like, I don't understand Lisa throwing away like someone who you literally and legitimately have known way before this fucking show over Jen fucking shop. Exactly. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, what's the end game? What's the goal? Exactly. Like, you want to be her cellmate or something? Like, I don't understand throwing away a legitimate friendship over a fabricated TV one. I don't understand it. That is weird, Lisa. Very weird. But that's why Whitney and I forget the other, the other girl name. Uh, that's why Whitney and old girl clocked your tea at the goddamn reunion. Because you still mad. You big man. Oh, Heather? Yes. Whitney and Heather, yes. And even to compare what Jen is doing in regards to Meredith and, and Meredith's child, to compare you and, and Heather having a falling out because you said that you knew her and she was basically a, 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 a slut in college and you got called out about it after you said you didn't know Heather like those are not even remotely fucking close. Like that's an Armstrong reach. Like not even remotely close. And I am with Meredith. 
I do not need to have any type of relationship with somebody who is constantly crossing boundaries with my family and would lose her fucking mind if it was done to her. Because my thing is, Lisa pulling the straw, straw man of, I feel like Jen Shaw has been attacked, you know, in this group too. By who? And even, and even then, if you want to say that, what the hell that got to do with Meredith? Because as Meredith said herself, Meredith has not, Meredith has not done a fucking thing to Jen Shaw. At all. So even if you want to like bring that weak ass argument up, what does that have to do with Meredith? And and Jen constantly like crossing boundaries, as you said, Candace, and attacking her family and stuff. Meredith ain't did a damn thing to Jen. At all. Like if you wanna say Whitney, okay, cool. I mean, again, it's kind of a weak argument, but whatever. If you wanna say Heather, okay, cool. If you wanna say Mary. Okay, cool. But again, Meredith has not done a damn thing to that woman. So what the fuck are you talking about, Lisa? You just being weird and want to justify you being weird, still being friends with this motherfucker. And that's it. I'm looking forward to Potomac this season, especially when these motherfuckers... I mean, yeah, Salt Lake City, especially when these motherfuckers are playing inch eye, private eye on who tipped the feds off to what Jen Shaw was doing, which I want to make a point real quick. Jen Shaw saying she has done nothing wrong, which put this in parentheses, the feds would only indict you if they could build a case against you. Okay. <laughs> now, after that, you say you did nothing wrong, yet you're accusing women in the group of tipping the feds off, which means you know you were doing something illegal if you are pointing fingers at who tipped the feds off. All right. You know what it reminded me of? That damn Chappelle show skit when Rick James said he don't ground nobody feeding his couch. And then ground his feet. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's exactly what, what it's given. That's what it's given. You yeah. can't say you want to know who tipped the feds off and in the same breath say, I wasn't doing nothing wrong. If you know a motherfucker might have possibly tipped the feds off to your business, you know you were doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. We're speaking of not. Speaking of who you think it was, I don't think I don't think it was anybody in the group. I think the feds got tipped off from complaints of people getting scammed out their money. It's just kind of how, like, you notice, like at tax time or something, every tax season you get a notice or you get something from the IRS saying if people start asking you about your taxes and asking you for your social security number, this, that, and the third, don't send them no perfect, no personal information. Cause it's a scam. Mm-hmm. Like if enough people report, report that they got defrauded from some money, motherfuckers will eventually look into it. I like Karen civil. <laughs> That's not nearly as big as the shit Jen Shaw was doing. So you think motherfuckers wasn't tipping off the authorities to this shit. I got scammed out of $10,000 from a company called blah, 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 who says they provide blah, 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 blah. But yet I never received that service. Listen, I mean, you're probably right, but if if one of them did and they said on the reunion, I'm going to fucking laugh my ass off. Same. Because if I had to put any money on, not even married, because I think like if, you know, if like I think people's general go to would be if it, if I had to say it was somebody, it's Heather. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It would be Heather, not Meredith. I don't think Meredith cares a fuck of enough to 
go that route. Yeah, or Mary. At, listen, these motherfuckers crazy. But speaking Girl. of crazy, why would you go to a couple's trip in Vegas to create chaos and fucking turmoil, Melody Hope? Why are you there? I want to say something controversial yet brave. Go ahead, friend. We all know Martell is trash. We know this. This is understood. We cuss that motherfucker out damn near every week on this show. And he deserves it. However, at this point, I am about equally tired of Melody as I am Martell. Because I am sick of... I am sick of you two motherfuckers arguing and cussing each other out on my goddamn TV. Damn near every week that the show airs that y'all are in the scenes and on the show at the same time. Melody, I need you to understand something. I want you to hear me. I want you to receive this. You're probably never going to listen to this podcast a day in your life, but I want you to hear this anyway. Melody, that man did something to you that is understandably unforgivable. Okay. He need to be beat the fuck up. I have offered the fade to Martell on this show several times. Not in your defense, because honestly, you you get on my nerves, my, 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 your damn self. But just in general, because he a fuck me. And I don't like fuck niggas. He deserves his ass whooped. He did something to you that nobody should do to anybody. I understand that. You got every right, every God-given right to say, fuck that nigga forever. But what I need you to do is stand up in the fact that you're going to say, fuck that nigga forever. Because this fake, nice, fake, this fake, nice, fake, you know, amblicable, all that shit, even though it's fuck you shit that you're doing, is getting on my last damn nerves. You hate that nigga's guts. Every time you see that nigga, it just infuriates you because it reminds you of the shit that he did to you. And again, understandably so. But I need you to stand up in that shit. You ain't never going to like this nigga no more. Friends? Friends? At best, you can have, probably have a co-parenting relationship with that man, and that's it. Because you will hate that man forever. And again, that's your right, because fuck him. But I need you to be honest with yourself about it, because you are lying to my face. You are lying to my friend's face, and everybody that watched this damn show, that you have moved on, that you live in this you know, great life. You got this singing career, which I don't know why you, you have it, because you can't damn sing. You, you are not over what this man did to you, and you probably never will be. But own that, stand up in it, and most importantly, leave that man alone. Now, he need to do the same to you, but you need to leave that man alone because this damn episode was fucking ridiculous, and it didn't have to be. Go ahead, friend. It didn't have to be at all. That's it. You you dragged her poignantly, as my friend said. You absolutely have a right to be bitter about what Martel did and how he played in your face. And Martel, this is my issue with you. You are still refusing to acknowledge and accept the magnitude of what you did to your wife and your family. And you think that this woman, after several months, should be willing to move on amicably and y'all can be on group trips together and shit with no type of turmoil or animosity. And you are unreal fucking listic. With that being said, if nothing, you and Melody, when invited on group trips together, should call each other and say, hey, which one of us want to go on this trip? And the other one can stay so we can have a good time with no drama. 
Melody, right. you came into this picking with Martel. You were on a group trip on somebody else's dime and decided to bring up the kids and the fucking babysitter after we just saw a clip of you and the fucking babysitter talking about the situation and the babysitter told you to let it go. Right. No, I ain't letting it go. I da, 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 da. You wanted chaos. You wanted to, to argue with that man, and that's what you did. But stand up in it and own it. Stand up in the fact that every time you see that motherfucker, you're going to bring bring chaos. Own that. Because you have a right to be hell on wheels for a motherfucker who did what Martel did. But you, you throwing stones and hiding your hands, and I don't like that. Speaking of things I also don't like, Tisha, you are too fucking old to be telling your your man's brother to watch his brother when y'all go out because bitches be flirting. (laughs) (laughs) If there was a pecking order of fine, Marceau is at least third or fourth. Okay. Bitches definitely going to go for Martel first. I was about to say, but Mar- his two I'm, little clothes wearing ass. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was going to say, like, Mar- I mean, he a fuck nigga, but Martel is the most attractive man on that show. Exactly. But you know, we're teaching around me. Remember when, uh, remember the girls on Twitter when they was, uh, <laughs> they was like, you bitches LOL and a little too hard in my man's mentions. He not that funny. Yep. <laughs> That's what teacher remind me of. <laughs> Like it was fucking weird. Like, girl, you a Keep grown a ass woman. Keep an eye on my man. Cause you know bitches like to throw themselves at him. If bitch is throwing it and he catch it, who the one that's in the wrong? Uh, mm, 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 mm. That's word. That's word. If they if they pitching and he hitting it home, who is the problem in the situation? And also who's to say that he not doing he not the one that's doing the throwing? Like, I'm just trying to, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Like, I want y'all to stop playing. I want several people to stop playing in my face. I want Melody to stop playing in my face in regards to her feelings of to Martel. I want Tisha to stop playing in my face in regards to how she feels about the how stable her and Mar- uh, Marceau's marriage is. And also, I need y'all to get Tiffany the fuck off my screen. Believe Lewis. Yeah, you can Please, leave him. I, you can leave Lewis. I actually like Lewis. Yeah, you can and leave him. I'm going to be honest. Maurice didn't want to have this conversation on the bus, but I thought these men had a very poignant conversation about divorce. I think, and I think that men was actually honest about the shit, and I wish women would adopt this mentality when it comes to divorce. When the shit is over, it's over. Yes. And you've likely stuck around longer than you should have, and you should have ended it long ago. And sometimes yeah. your first marriage is just your starter marriage, and your next one is, is the marriage that's right for you, or the next one after that, whatever the case may be. But people need to make a habit in, re- in leaving relationships when it's time to let them go. Stop mm. overstaying your welcome in relationships. And making things worse for you and the other person. And Marceau, what the fuck do you be talking about? My Not a goddamn thing. My uncle, was, my uncle and my aunt was together 27 years, and they stayed for the kids, and after the fact, they was glad they stayed. No, they wasn't. Right, they they just, just were scared to get back out there again and start over. Listen, no wonder. <laughs> and them kids is more than likely fucked up. 
including you. Like, shut up. Especially listening to it at quote unquote advice like that. Listen, Maury, Marcel just be talking just to talk. Like what they're saying, tweet just to tweet. Marcel just be talking just to talk. To hear his own self talk. Because he be thinking he's so wise. And it's like, bro, sometimes you make a point every now and then, but in general, you just be talking. Facts. And not saying and, a damn thing. And also, Martel, you these men told you, not men, but these men told you that Melody aims to push your buttons, and you turned around and let her push every single button like six times. Yeah, as he always does. That's my problem with him in regards to him and Mel. Like, yes, Mel does push your buttons, and honestly, she needs to, again, she needs to grow the fuck up. Um, You know, because, like, again, you got a right to be mad at this man, but also, like, Candace, like, girl, y'all had a goddamn couple's you know, you in Vegas on somebody else's dime. Like, this is probably the wrong, ain't no probably, this is the wrong place to try to push that man's buttons. Especially over some shit that you told, that you not only talk to, like, you're not even the 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 most offended part of the most offended part of you talk to, and they say, let it go. And then here you go, bringing it back up and pushing that man's buttons. Now, so, Melody, you need to grow up. On the other hand, though, Martel, you... Don't you got the emotional intelligence of a goddamn fish because you can't never express how the fuck you feeling without lashing out and doing the fucking most. Which, exactly. which I hate to say it, but in that regard, you a male a match made in heaven, to be honest. Two motherfuckers that do the most all the time. Exactly. Woo, but anyway, but yeah, I just like I am sick of seeing Martel and Melody like argue. Like you know what you just said, like the divorce is over. Let it go. Let it go. Also, why would you think Martel would have good things to say about these songs you're making? Awesome, I'm not man. being funny when I say this. And I, again, Mar- Martel deserves whatever you choose to give him. But at the same time, you cannot be shocked and appalled at his reaction. Because these songs are blatantly about what he did to you and his side chick. What do you think his reaction is going to be to that? I mean, also, if we're being honest, the songs are not good. No, they are not. Like, like if you, I mean, to kind of, I, I hate to do this, but kind, to kind of piggyback off the shade that Martel was throwing, like, at least, at least the fuck you songs on Lemonade was good. Exactly. <laughs> these songs are not. These shits are terrible. I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry, but girl, you can't say <laughs> this is this shit is not like if you what I always say you go fuck around, fuck around exponentially. Like if anything, Martell probably pissed that the damn songs ain't good. <laughs> Baby, talking about Beyonce. No, you need to be mute, Aunt Say. You need to be <laughs> muted. Silent Aunt Say. <laughs> be quiet, Aunt Say. Mute, mute, mute Aunt Say knows Carter. <laughs> Be quiet, say. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, say. Don't sing that song, say. You this off key, say. This ain't this ain't lemonade. This is grapefruit. That's what the fuck <laughs> this is. <laughs> this is prune juice. <laughs> <laughs> this gonna make you boo boo. <laughs> you finna have the runs, girl, and I ain't talking about singing. You supposed to be doing runs, but you giving the runs with that <laughs> vocals. 
girl, oh, you're not, <laughs> you're not hitting a note, you putting a foot note in your mouth. That's what the fuck you do. <laughs> like, girl, this is not lemonade. Shit, if I if I was Martell and I heard this terrible ass song, I'd be bad too. Like, girl, if you gonna talk about me, at least do it well. At least yeah. make it sound good. Yeah, and then man. she lies. You lie about shit you shouldn't lie about. Talking about I I wrote this song. Martell said, "No, bitch, you had you and the kids were singing that song years ago." Right. Let me tell you something. That's not lemonade, beloved. That is Metamucil. Somebody got a boo boo. <laughs> This laxative music. I'll, okay, honestly, I like that for the show title more. <laughs> this laxative music. Laxative music. Oh my God. <laughs> Better than see what you done started with them terrible ass vocals, girl. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not for Ooh, our listening shit. pleasure. <laughs> this Ooh, is so shit. you can clear your bowels out. Oh shit. Which hold on, wait, wait, wait. Talk about talk about talk about talk Because <laughs> you know, you know, sometimes I watch this shit on YouTube and I read the comments. And when I tell you the amount of comments I saw, it was like <laughs> it's like I swear to God, every time I watch it on YouTube, with the amount of comments I see that say Martell and Destiny fucking nigga. Yeah, that's a rumor I've heard. Remember I told you about that? Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think it was one comment, uh one comment I saw that said, You see how Martell got real giddy and talkative and, and came out of the shell when Destiny got there? That, that and the comment said that's the that's the glow of a man that's been fucking that. I was like, Lord have mercy. And that's facts. <laughs> Cause honestly, he did. Like that motherfucker was was awkward as shit until this and the goddamn. <laughs> yep. Which which also, by the way, because I, I we saw the preview for the next episode. Destin, I'm so tired of you and this goddamn fake feud with Melody about Tiffany's ass. I swear to God. Yeah, Tiffany, Tiffany. Weird. She act like a Disney, like a Disney character who grown up. Something about her, like she tried too hard. She do. She do. But I'm also tired of Destiny trying to fight Melody over her, over Tiffany's actions. In the goddamn preview for the next episode, talking about why are you defending Tiffany, girl, this ma'am, Destiny, ma'am. Exactly. And also, how you males, friend, how male bring you and Lewis into the fold and you talking about, oh, that's just Martell's baby mama. Right. First of all, we need to strip the negative connotation off baby mama because it literally is just uh, two motherfuckers who ain't together who got a kid. Right. We we have assigned such negative connotation to it in the name of patriarchy. Talk to him. And you said it negatively, and Martel corrected you like, "No, that's my ex-wife. It's not my baby mama." Relax, which you know, I don't give Martel much, but I do give him that. Like he, he absolutely needed to, you know, say that and correct you, and that was good on him because Tiffany, you absolutely said it shady. And again, you like my friend said, you try too hard, girl. That was what, what is your purpose on this damn show, Tiffany? Yep, tell us. Because I have yet to see you. 
your yep. shade dry, your teals dry, your personality dry, yeah, your storyline dry. Like the only thing that ain't dry about you is your damn husband. That's why hell he can stay, but you got to get the hell on. Yep. Mm. Well, that's all I had. That's it too. Unfortunately, in the previews, we're gonna see Martell and and Melody yell a yell at each other again. And they calling the producers in, and they calling Marceau to break shit up. And ciao. Uh uh. No thanks. Please leave us alone. Please. Like if y'all gonna be on the show, that's cool. But like if this is what y'all gonna do, y'all can just film separately and be on different episodes or something. Cause I'm tired of seeing you motherfuckers go back and forth. Same. Same. Well, we'll be back next week with more mess, more chaos. I can't wait to add Black Ink um Chicago into the fold, especially because Don just finished filming his first movie. Um, oh, for a him. for a novel turned movie from one of my longtime favorite um, urban lit uh, authors. Um, oh, that's good. And it looked like Ford and had a baby with a bitch that looked like. Never mind. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See y'all tomorrow, next week, whatever. See y'all. But he went from Nikki to that. So see y'all. Goodbye. Good night. Talk to you soon. Ariba Derchi. Au revoir. Um, All right, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>